0: Good morning, sunshine.
1: Aww. Am I your sunshine?
0: You are my sunshine.
1: <laughs> your my, only sunshine. My <laughs> only sunshine. <laughs>
0: we are officially home. It's Thursday morning.
1: Home in sunny Florida.
0: I'll tell you what, I mean, obviously, aside from the mess outside with the hurricane, it's one of those things where it feels like we've been gone forever, but within a day, it felt like we never left.
1: Yeah, I think that's. That's how you feel when you just feel so comfortable and at home in a place. Everything's familiar, even though somewhat disheveled outside.
0: (laughs) Well, it's like dogs. Right. We were like, "Uh uh-oh, the dog's going to know what to do. They're home. They've been gone. And then they're just back to their normal routine within minutes.
1: Right. That was so funny. Like Mo went straight over to his spot where he normally sleeps. Marley was roaming around looking for the, the rug that we <laughs> got rid of <laughs> to lie on in the middle of the room. <laughs> but yeah, right, they were right back at it.
0: So now that we're home, let's, let's have a brief reflection on the trip. We were gone for three and a half months. Yeah. Let's think about all that we've accomplished on this trip.
1: I started making notes. I haven't gotten through it yet of how many, like, kind of... Fun facts on uh, on uh, the seminar tour, like the tour in numbers.
0: <laughs> yeah, the tour in numbers. We can we can certainly look at that. But I mean, in addition to that, well, and I'm writing a book.
1: Right. Apparently, uh, apparently you don't have enough to do, so just pile that one on top of yourself.
0: Life lessons from the road.
1: All right.
0: And I'm excited about it. It's not going to be a crazy book. I think I'll probably just put it out as a free ebook down the road. But I've, I've enjoyed kind of reflecting back on our whole journey. But aside from the tour, where we did probably... See, so you're saying we did 48 seminars. Yeah,
1: just shy of 50. <laughs> just shy of 50,
0: and we had to cut it a little short because of the hurricane, so we could have done 50.
1: Yeah, we had to miss out on that Orlando stop on the way back just to get home, help your mom and uh, and Billy with the dogs and just tidying up and whatnot,
0: so... And we'll get back out there, and that's not including seminars we did before and that we'll do after. For sure. And speaking of the dogs real quick, side note, we started them on our raw food diet last night. I know.
1: I'm so surprised. I honestly thought the dogs would just look at this bowl of raw chicken and bones and think, what the hell? Where's my where's my kibble? What am I supposed to do with this? They're but animals. Yeah. They I love that instinctual nature that they have. They just went right at it. They were devouring their breakfast. It's fun to watch Marley
0: just chew up those bones.
1: Yeah, and she's so, like, she's old, but and she's been eating kibble now for how long? Um, A long time. I've had her
0: over 10 years.
1: Right. And for her to just go straight at it and be totally fine with it?
0: I mean, I think it's no different than if you were to take cavemen and our ancestors and put processed food in front of them or put some steak in front of them. (laughs) They would choose the steak. Right. We've basically been feeding them processed food. Right. But I'm excited. We're home for the next month. You know, obviously I have to travel a little bit for CrossFit, but we're home before the wedding, and I'm anxious to see what their transition is like, ours and theirs.
1: Yeah. Well, I think, you know, Obviously, your mom did a fantastic job taking care of them. I and mean, we, they looked great when we got back. Like, they, they've never been so clean. They are very clean. <laughs> but yeah, I'm interested to see what their energy is like. Their uh, pooping. <laughs>
0: well, their,
1: their coats.
0: They've been very good about, I mean, Mo never has accidents in the house. But Marley has aged a bit and once in a while will. She's been great so far since we've been home. Yeah, she's doing good. We've been home most of the time, so it's not been too bad.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> so, sure. back to our reflecting on the road, you have 18 states in which we did seminars.
1: I believe so, yeah. So,
0: I, go I, ahead. I
1: was trying to figure out, I had to Google it just to make sure, but D.C. is not a, a state, right? It's like a weird...
0: No, but I would write it down. It All counts as right. Well, we went to
1: D.C. as well.
0: Did we do a seminar in Tennessee?
1: No, they're not necessarily um, places that we did seminars. Those are all the states we traveled through. Though.
0: Okay, but I think all but one of them or two of them we did seminars. Yeah. So go ahead and read them off.
1: Um, okay, Florida, Georgia, Tennessee, Kentucky, Indiana, Illinois, Wisconsin, Michigan, Ohio, New York, Massachusetts, Connecticut, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Delaware, we just went through there. <laughs> Virginia, North Carolina, South Carolina, and of course DC. So yeah,
0: that's uh. So I mean, I I hadn't been to a handful of those states. I'm sure you hadn't. Uh huh. So really cool, and I think one thing we've mentioned numerous times now it's not just about the seminars were obviously the core of what we did and a great time, but I I think back and. Hardly remember the boxes or the workouts, but remember the people we stayed with, the people we met. And it's been fun on, now that we've been back to our box, North Naples CrossFit, or just talking to other people. And we're like, oh yeah, remember we did this? Remember we did that? Like, and you kind of, those those memories come rushing back.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's funny. I do, I, the workouts I remember are the ones that were the, obviously the worst. That one at CrossFit Turbine. Fantastic facility. Thank you, Stefan, for having us.
0: Turbine, we did that. And we
1: did some It was an interval. Interval rowing with push jerks. Queens and push jerks.
0: Oh, remember? yeah. It was, like, it was like a DT interval where the weight went up and then you yes. had to finish with...
1: And it was rowing each rowing time. Rowing at yeah. the end. But it was, you know, I, I can't remember. Oh, we had not slept well before that we've been... In Chicago, it just been a little bit... We slept empty. in the camper that night. So, yeah, that night we slept in the camper. I remember waking up just feeling rough. Rough as nails. That was the day
0: we drove to the games.
1: We did drive to the games that day. And I think I was in a hideous mood as well. <laughs> well that was
0: most of the trip. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, that workout uh, yesterday... Oh, it we were...
1: destroyed me. It, it destroyed me. But it was funny because I was talking to Allison about just working out and how important sleep is and that workout specifically came to mind because I just remember waking up and feeling so tired and I did so poorly on that workout and I I think one of my biggest takeaways from this trip is just how fundamental getting a good night's sleep is to the quality of your life in general not just your performance in the gym but just how you feel throughout the day like some of those nights where I had a really crappy night's sleep, I just felt like a crap human being. Like I could not function as a nice person. I would agree with <laughs> you that. You can t- <laughs> testify to that, right?
0: I agree with that, but and I agree with everything you're saying. It really was, I mean, I will say this, from the moment we left on June 13th, I don't think we got one good night's sleep.
1: Oh. Well, I think on the, on the nights when we did, because we stayed in some lovely homes with some very comfortable beds, but on those nights, it was more like we were just catching up on that deficit.
0: Yeah. Like, so we really
1: didn't feel rested still.
0: Well, I worked every weekend from the second we left. Except one. Won- oh, that was at the beginning.
1: <laughs> when we went camping in Fair. Stone Mountain. We so got a lot of sleep that weekend. No.
0: No. So... <laughs> I mean, even on the weekends, I was in hotels often, but I was getting up at 5 or 6 in the morning for seminars, and then flying home late. I mean, most Sunday nights, I would get home at 2 or 3 in the morning,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I can't sleep past you know 7 or 8, so no matter what, I'm getting up. Mm-hmm. So I think for both of us, we were just constantly in that sleep deficit, and
1: mm-hmm.
0: I, I agree with you. Like Little things that I noticed, even since we've been home, is we've both each just had one cup of coffee every day. Mm. So things like...
1: Where, whereas on the road, we were having probably four or five. Non-stop. Yeah. I mean, there
0: were days we would wake up, make some wherever we stayed, go to Whole Foods, get a refill. Right. So having three or four massive cups of coffee.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: but it, So it's, it's eye-opening in the fact that when your sleep is off, it throws off other decisions you make absolutely coffee i mean i you know the story we were telling someone yesterday was um when we got to crossfit spirit i had flown where did i fly back from
1: i thought you were going to tell a different story
0: we'll tell that one next but i flew back from somewhere to boston
1: uh, no yeah no this is pit fitness club that we did yeah, the, yeah, the 9 a.m right sorry you said spirit
0: oh okay pit fitness yeah in connecticut yes but i had flew back from somewhere to boston
1: uh correct i can't remember where you were though i feel like you were in florida <laughs>
0: it was either florida chicago or memphis me- yeah so i flew yeah. back the point is i wind up flying back land in boston at like midnight
1: yeah i come and collect you with the camper then we drive the all the way to
0: connecticut
1: yeah
0: by the time we get to connecticut park the camper etc it's like two in the morning mm-hmm. probably later we, the alarm goes off at 7.30 because we had a 9 o'clock seminar. We open the door. People are running oh, by the camera. Oh, it's so
1: funny. <laughs> I open the door and this woman mm-hmm. shot past me sprinting down the, the end I, of the car park. I just
0: heard someone go, they're alive. <laughs> so, But the point is, we're exhausted. We, we have, This is Labor Day.
1: Labor Day, yeah. We
0: do a 9 a.m. seminar in Connecticut.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We then find this amazing donut shop.
1: In New Haven. In New- donut crazy. Donut
0: crazy. And for those of you listening, it's near Yale. Yes. And then we drive to New Rochelle, New York, which is where my family lives. So we stayed there. But they're like, hey, let's go grab dinner. And we were just so tired that we were just like, let's eat whatever. We just started, you know, we were at a sushi place. It was happy hour. It was a holiday.
1: Mm-hmm. So these
0: sushi rolls are like discounted. And we're just like ordering. Mm-hmm. I had drank a bottle of sake. You're, you're I in had a-,
1: a glass of wine and... I think well, we'd already had two giant donuts, right? I think we'd had two each. I can't remember.
0: Yeah, and I was actually full from those donuts. Yeah,
1: and then absolutely, we were just like, okay, this day is not is not going to be any get any better unless I just really let loose and enjoy myself right now. Yeah, so and that's what
0: we did. You know, but let's let's we're gonna come back to all of these stories in a longer form in time. We'll talk about different places, but. You know, it.
1: <laughs> I, I really want you to tell your pizza story, talking about reflecting.
0: All right, I'll end this podcast with my pizza story. But before we do that, what I wanted to say was, okay, so we get home Sunday. For the last two weeks, I think we've both kind of been frustrated and disgusted with ourselves. Is that a good way to put it? Disgusted might not be the Just, right word. Yeah, but.
1: disgusted might be a little bit too emphatic but but <laughs> let
0: me let me explain what i mean our training has been suffering cuz we're tired
1: mm-hmm.
0: oftentimes we we've, we've been in a rush so our training is literally we walk into a box for some reason the last week or two we've been at boxes that are either we're missing their class times or they had open gyms so we were kind of doing our own thing you were dealing with your injury
1: yeah well that and that too you know that's another symptom of being traveling so much is your body just can't recover as well so right but
0: but you know but the point is our training was was off you were a whole lot better about tracking than i was but it got to the point where i was just i couldn't get myself remotivated to be strict because a i was gone every weekend mm-hmm. which is you know not an excuse cuz i would encourage people to track on the weekends but with what i do on the weekends you know i'm traveling with other people i have minimal input as to where we eat it's kind of a collective vote by the group it's rarely at a restaurant that's easily trackable and I struggle to eat during the day because I'm at seminars so my weekends have been thrown off and then we're staying with other people that week the week before last we were Jacqueline and Andrew and they just had the Willy Wonka pantry cabinet you know that
1: was difficult to be around
0: so point is we're eating poorly albeit we're tracking we're not dialed in our, our training is suffering we're not sleeping we're overwhelmed because we're traveling with a camper we're doing seminars we get home monday morning we both weigh in you were one pound heavier yeah i the was I, left. I was about four or five pounds heavier but i'm also a little you know percentage wise i thought i could have been 12 to 15 pounds heavier mm. and then within a day or two we already started to see the scale move you're like basically back to where you left
1: Pretty much. and it, But it was more than that. Like I I think even just after a few days now, I'm starting to see that the kind of body composition change in the mirror. Because even though I was at 105 when I got back, I was like, okay, well, it's it's reassuring somewhat to be around that weight. But I'm still not seeing what I want to in the mirror. And I knew that was partly because of the types of foods we've been eating and the lack of sleep and just being bloated in general. And that, that would... Come away once I got back to just eating more consistently out of my kitchen. And, and
0: Absolutely, that. but and and the point is, it's eye opening to people. Like, hey, we were gone for three and a half months. We put on a couple pounds, and you know, as it was coming off me already. Like like you said, I dropped a few pounds already, but I'm seeing the difference. I felt great already at the box the last two days with the workouts. I'm mm. back at jujitsu and getting a normal night's sleep in my normal routine. I was like, man, I should have let loose even more. That's what I thought. I thought that because I'm like, I got so worked up about the fact that it was going to be hard to recover and I would be so off. And I was like, I wasn't. I could have done even more. <laughs> so, you know, point being, with this lifestyle, it's, it's sustainable and it's something you can do forever.
1: Yeah, and I think the beauty of it is if, you, is if you do keep tracking, although, you know, traveling and being away, you may not always be 100% accurate, you're going to be able to easily maintain or at least be somewhere around where you want to be. Because I think if you if we had been able to track our weight throughout, it would have been interesting to see how that number on the scale went up and down. Because I'm sure it, it did oscillate throughout the journey. Because I remember at the beginning, we were struggling to, or you were always struggling to get your food in, and we were hitting some really hard workouts at the beginning as well. And weren't traveling quite as much. I remember we got an opportunity to weigh ourselves. I think it was when we were still in Orlando, and you were actually down.
0: Yeah. And then was. I'm
1: sure you, after that, things went up. But then the games rolled around again, and I remember through that phase you were looking leaner again because you were just like, so busy. Yeah, the games on your was feet. like a
0: turning point for me.
1: So I really think like, if we had managed to be able to track our weight throughout, you would have just seen that. You know, that line wouldn't have been straight. It would have been like a wave for up sure. and down, up and down. And that I think that's the biggest takeaway for, for us. And, and we like to remind our clients of this is that, you know, weight loss is not linear. And especially when you get to maintenance. And neither is weight gain. Right. Neither is weight gain and maintenance too, you know. The scale is c- going to continue to go up and down, up and down, up and down. It's, it's going to oh. fluctuate. But if you consistently continue to track, you will continue to be successful.
0: hundred percent agreed. And, you know, I, like you were saying, the, the games was kind of a turning point for me. I remember that. That's about the halfway mark. And after the games is when I got a little more lenient. You're with a little numbers.
1: more loosey-goosey.
0: Yeah. Well, I, was, I
1: think it helped me always to have in the back of my mind, okay, well, the wedding is coming up. Not that i really ever stressed out about my weight for the wedding specifically, but I think sometimes when you have a big event like that in the back of your mind, that kind of helps to keep you a little bit motivated sometimes. I'm,
0: I mean, here you know, I could see that throughout you were looking at times a little bloated, but it was never like you looked like you gained weight, you know, because you, right. you would see it in the same spots. Like right. Our bellies became like a little less lean looking because there was just,
1: exactly and uh, you know I I really did use my clothes as a measure of of assessing whether or not I was truly putting on weight which sometimes was hard because you wash them at different (laughs) washing machines different temperatures I was like these lulus feel a little tighter than usual but um you know overall I would say my clothes were still fitting the way you know the way that I wanted them to and still looking the way that I wanted them to um in the mirror. So that was a really good reference point for me to just reassure myself that, okay, my, you know, abs may not be popping right now, may not be looking quite as lean as I like to, but I'm definitely not really putting on significant weight here. This is just a period of bloating and, and you know, my body will adjust when I get home.
0: And I agree with that. I have my one pair of jeans. Like I literally have one pair of jeans right? and I would wear them throughout. I'd never washed them. And, (laughs) and they always fit like they're like, they're not baggy jeans, but they're not skinny jeans and they always fit the same. Yeah. So that was always a good indication. And then ultimately also performance, obviously dealing with an injury that you had, it was hard to track that, but. You know, it, we, it's not as if we were doing benchmark workouts, so we knew how we should be doing, but I also knew how I should feel in workouts. Yeah. And I never, there was a handful of times I felt crappy, but I don't think that's any different than if you're home and tired, mm-hmm. and there's a handful of times I felt great, so overall I was pretty pleased with my performance.
1: Yeah, and I think no matter what, we would always try to pick someone out in the box to kind of measure ourselves against. Yeah,
0: not to toot our own horns, but most boxes we dropped in at, we were, the, we were winning the workouts.
1: Or at least the warm-ups. <laughs> really?
0: <laughs> so we we just wanted to say this podcast is brought to you by two new companies that we're excited to be working with, Inside Tracker and Paleoethics. Yeah. We're home for the month, and we did a blood test on the road. What was that lady's name that came and did our blood? Oh, sure. Althea.
1: Yes. Good memory.
0: Well, it's a Grateful Dead song, so... Yeah. so Althea came and took our blood. She
1: was so nice. She
0: was great, and she was telling us how she loves to drink her Pepsi in the morning.
1: Yeah, we were like, we can help you with that. (laughs) So
0: she took our blood while we are on the road, then we got on a call with Mike over at Inside Tracker, and he ran us through all of the 42 markers they tested for, from cortisol to... Vitamin B to yeah, D to liver, function, liver kidney to
1: function, all that good stuff. Health, everything.
0: So we've really been putting in a big effort, and I mean, it's only been three, four days now. But I tell you what, I'll never stop tracking my food, and I'll always try to incorporate foods I love. But putting in a little bit of an emphasis into getting foods that are better for me—that I was not getting enough of—oh, it's fish, beans. Mm-hmm. I feel great.
1: Me too. Obviously,
0: getting a good night's sleep. He's got us on a couple supplements that he recommended specifically for us. So, the point is if you care about not only how you look, but how you feel and how you perform, we'd highly recommend you check out Inside Tracker. They have numerous tests. We did the ultimate, which is like the biggest one that has the most mo- markers in it. Mm-hmm. But there's all sorts of ones for different budgets and different amounts of markers. What I would recommend is if you have the money, Get the ultimate.
1: Yeah. And I think it's worthwhile because, you know, ultimately if you're just blindly, you know, prescribing yourself supplements and you don't know what you truly need, then you're wasting your money on supplements that you, you may not be deficient well, in. So, I had a
0: call with my buddy Randy, Yeah, you know, Randy and Rox, who we stayed with. And he's like asking me about all these supplements. And I was like, dude. Take Inside Tracker. You'll save money because you're taking for supplements sure. you don't even need.
1: Exactly. And
0: then maybe you can get other ones. Right. You know, it's like, I'm taking this and this and this. I'm like, and you, press, might...
1: you know, it's really helpful because they tell you which food sources you can get them from.
0: Well, it gives you a whole dietary list exactly. and you can change if you want dairy, if you don't want dairy, if you want right. vegan, vegetarian, all that kind of stuff. So
1: go to the items we love section on our website for the link to Inside
0: Tracker. Yeah, you can click on the link there. You can use the code ackerman and that'll save you 10 percent off there depending on the state you live you can have someone you know they call it a white glove where they send them to you or you can get a slip and get your blood drawn but like i said get the ultimate if you can swing it and then after that you can do one of the smaller ones to see which markers you need to improve on
1: right right
0: the other company paleoethics uh, my buddy jason part of that company i used to know him from back in the day one of the founders over at Progenics, okay. uh, now with a new company PaleoEthics, saw so him at the games and hooked us up with a couple of these samples, and I've absolutely loved them.
1: I really love that product line; it tastes so good.
0: Tastes it's, good. It's, I mean, hard it's,
1: to believe that it's just you know so pure and and that's, made from natural products that you can pronounce. <laughs> that's what
0: I love about it. It's clean. Yeah, it's I'm taking the whole line, so. I do a protein in my shake in the morning. They have a recovery for after you work out. That's not even protein; it's just like carbs and some aminos and that type of stuff. Right. Yeah. Um, they have an amino pill that you take. Uh, they have a couple other vegan options. They have. A, I take
1: their recovery tea at nighttime. I
0: love it. It's it's great. So, Paleoethics, you can check them out as well. They're on the items we love page, and if you go and use the code OYE twenty, that's oye 20 you'll save 20 percent on your order with them so check them out and i think you'll love it for those vegans and vegetarians out there that were looking for a good protein supplement yeah tastes great mm-hmm. tastes great all right i'll give you my final story then we'll wrap this thing up so we're judging at the games <laughs> i was judging at the games i
1: was spectating you were
0: spectating, spectating hard the games was probably the hardest week for both of us, Well, it was different. I mean, you were just swamped with work because our support crew was over at the games as well. Right. I was working. So you were basically a one woman show <laughs> for on your eating, doing phone calls, working the behind the scenes, emails, et cetera. But I'm busy, you know, like you said, I was getting lean because I was literally on my feet all day, right. eating, but you know, I tell people that ask us ask you about judging at the games. It's like caged animals. They basically Mm -hmm. throw you food, Mm -hmm. you fight for it, and then they're like, go judge. Like
1: paleo meals. Yeah, Yeah. so,
0: you know, the paleo meals are great. There were some great companies there supporting us. Tasty. But then other than the paleo meals, it's like M&M's, Oreos. Right. Now, don't get me wrong. You know I love that stuff, but it's hard to track throughout the day if you're just grabbing handfuls of them.
1: Well, and also that kind of food, whilst it may give you a little bit of energy that you need in that moment in time, it's not necessarily filling, right?
0: Right. And you're just doing it because you're tired. Right. So, I always tell people, like, you're judging with 40 of the strongest, not just physically, but mentally strong people I know. The level one CrossFit staff. Some of the hardest working people in this world. (laughs) And I'm biased, but I think if you've taken your CrossFit level one, you know what I'm talking about. And these people break. Yeah. And I mean, they don't break, but they're you know, we start arguing with each other. We're getting antsy, and it's like, well, yeah, we're sleep-deprived. You're throwing just basically only sugar at us all weekend long. Mm-hmm. And you're making us walk 20 miles in cold. It was snowing. <laughs> it snowed at one point. In Wisconsin. In Wisconsin. <laughs> so anyway, I, I, didn't, I never once ate any M&Ms because it becomes basically just Pandora's box, if that's the right expression, just nonstop. Right. So, which is probably why I got lean, because I really tried to only eat my meals that they gave. So I was definitely under my numbers that week. The weekends, I judge that final heat of women. If you haven't watched to go back, I judge Carl Webb in that final event right in the middle of the competition floor. And then the weekend ends, and you know it's wrapping up, and Roz and I go out to grab some pizza.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, I hadn't been anywhere outside of the venue and the hotel the entire week. So we go to this pizza place called Ian's.
1: Yeah, Ian's Pizza by the Slice.
0: Pizza by the Slice, because I love Pizza by the Slice.
1: Yeah. You get to choose multiple different flavors. And they had
0: all sorts of flavors, all sorts of options, and one of them was mac and cheese. I think I had like a chicken pesto. There
1: was a buffalo chicken. Buffalo chicken. I think I had barbecue chicken. I, had,
0: I think I had, so I had four slices. That
1: was a carbonara, I think, too.
0: Well, I had four slices Sunday night after the game
1: Because they messed one up, right? Right. I had
0: ordered three, but they messed one up so I had four. Right. <laughs> and I'll tell you what. I wasn't even full after. Really? Which, yeah. Remember, remember I was still... I, I, usually sometimes after pizza, I just want to lay down.
1: Yeah. Because no, I think I was in
0: so much of a deficit.
1: I do remember. You were like, wow. That, I need this fourth slice. I yeah. could actually
0: have a fifth. Right. And Ashley and Justin came and joined us. and So I had my four slices... We go back and I barely sleep a wink that night. Like I was just tossing and turning because mm-hmm. my body was just off. And I think part of it was my mind was still running from the games and my body was tired. But the point is it was just barely slept. And I, said, I woke up the next morning and said, Roz, do not let me do that ever again. I can never have four slices of pizza like that.
1: Yeah, I don't know if anybody else out there experiences this, but I definitely notice if I eat Cook cheese late at night, like a significant quantity. I definitely have weird dreams and don't sleep well. So we partly attributed that bad night's sleep to, to cheese dreams.
0: <laughs> so we're in Madison. We had to be in Milwaukee at Badger CrossFit. Yes. Uh, then we had a Tuesday seminar, I think, but we drove in Monday, hit up a workout, hung out for the night. Right. <clears throat> so this place, Ian's, evidently is a small chain.
1: Yeah, I think a small chain throughout Wisconsin.
0: So there was one down the road from Badger CrossFit.
1: Yeah, downtown Madison. Uh, Sorry, Milwaukee. So
0: where do we head that night? Ian's. Ian's again. After the night before saying, don't ever let me do this again, I literally did the same exact thing. And
1: the funny thing was, Whole Foods was across the street from this other Ian's. I think that's
0: where we we
1: set out to go. Right. I think we put Whole Foods in, and as I was looking on the map, I was like, Babe, uh, you'll never guess, but there's an Ian's across the road from all food. So we
0: went there. I had the same exact four slices, I think,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then didn't sleep again. Right. So <laughs> lesson learned, don't ever go to Ian's Pizza.
1: <laughs>
0: no. Or, or maybe if you do. do it,
1: but don't have four slices. Two right slices,
0: now. but it's just a, so funny that what food can do. Right. I mean, and I was like eating this. I'm like, I know I'm not going to sleep tonight, but it's <laughs> worth it. So that was my Ian's Pizza story. We're going to wrap up this week's podcast. We hope to be back on a regular basis now that we're back home again. Check out our Facebook Live if you're listening to this on Thursday. We're going to be Facebook Live tonight.
1: Yes, Thursday is today.
0: If you are listening to this after, and I'm sure it's somewhere on our page or in the tribe, join the tribe. Check out our blog. Roz has a cool email coming out this weekend. We're going to throw out a little special for those of you that follow us to a summer special, if you will. So ch- look for your email this Sunday. Is that right? Probably. Somewhere around Sunday, depending on Roz has to get a wedding ring at some point this weekend and check out her dress all and so do all that all kind of stuff. All sorts of
1: wed men going
0: on. I'll be away in New Orleans. So I'll be collecting beads while you're doing that. (laughs) So anyway, have a great week. Check us out. Hit us up. We're happy to be home, but we're glad to have met you all. Have a great day and have a great weekend.
1: See ya.